0: Yes, hello. I am James Rowlands, and today this is up in our 452. It's the Impact end of year. It's just me again, but we have four episodes of Impact, Overdrive, and a special retro surprise. So let's go on with it then. November 10th, digital exclusive from UCW, the Great Tiger, with. Great music lost to the gura BTI Killer Kelly defeated Sandra Moon. And then we start Impact proper with digital media champion Brian Myers versus Joe Hendry for the digital media championship. And after saying his name last week, uh, we're going to find out now that I believe in Joe Hendry. I know people like that from last time round. Uh, Cardona is about to get involved when him. The tag team champions Heath and Rhino fight him to the back in the ring. Myers hits the implant DDT, but it's not enough to keep Hendry down. Hendry connects with a standard ovation and become the new digital media champion. I told you I believed in him. I like this. This is good. Joe Hendry off to a good start and impact. Majors can concentrate on the tag team division. We get Trey Miguel versus Mike Bailey in the X-Division title tournament second round action. Bailey connects with a springboard move, top rope to the floor. Bailey connects a sunset flip, then drives his knee into the chest of Miguel. King throws popcorn at Bailey, then throws Miguel into the steel stairs to cause a disqualification. Bit cheap there. Papindagura defeated G Sharp. Mickey James' last rodeo continued as she battled Chelsea Green, who was obsessed with ending her career. Pratso returns to ringside after being taken away, but Taylor Ward, even the odds. James has the match won following Mick DT, but the referee Green hits the pretty for a very close near fall. James counts a middle Droskop into a pinning predicament for the win. Great match this Mickey James story is my favourite in Impact right now. And Green looks like she's going home, but W has too many women at the moment and too many returns. I think she might get lost in the shuffle. Stay with Diona. Stay with Vexed. We see Billy Ray defeating Zicky Dice. After the match, Moose blindside Bully with a low blow through a table. Sammy Calhalla ducks one of Violet hooded followers lays out the challenge for a new type of match against Eric Young. Uh, in-depth machines, double jeopardy. You must make your opponent bleed before going for the pin. Knockouts World Champion Jordan Grace uh, versus Giselle Shaw for the title. Both knockouts change pin attempts, but Grace gains the upper hand with a powerbomb. She then hits the Grace driver to win the match and retain the championship. This was a fun main event, and Shaw has grown since being in impact. After the match, Masha Slamovic blindsides Grace with a steel chair. She then hits a snowplow into polar chairs and stands tall with a knockout's well tied or high in the Las Vegas desert. PCO rises from the grave. On to November 17th, digital exclusive match. AW Serpentico faced Impact's Aiden Prince, I guess only in Greek Town Wrestling. win. BTR Yuri Yamura defeated Andrew Everett. And then we start Impact proper with Black Taurus. Defeating PJ Black uh, to advance in the second round through Death hell Hellhole was the winner in the battle of the blacks. Scott Demore mediated the contract signing between Josh Alexander and Frankie Kazarian. Kazarian apologised to Alexander. They're interrupted by Billy Ray, who's holding his trophy. He tells Kaz that if he becomes the world champion overdrive, he's gonna call this shot honorably. And Kaz joins the rest of the Impact roster in not believing a word that he says. Bullet Club Asos and the Chris Bay defeated Aussie Open. Carl Fletcher, Mark Davis, Raj Singh, and Shearer, and New Japan Strong Tag Team Champions, the Motor City Machine Guns. Yes, that happened since the last time we were here. Uh, this was frantic stuff. Uh, really, really good though. The Knockouts World Tag Team Champion, Taya Valkyrie, defeated Tasha Steelz. After the match, Steelz and Evans blindside the Death Dolls until Jessica makes a valiant turn to lay out her adversaries. In an old-school rules match, Steve Macklin defeated Tommy Dreamer. After the bell, Macklin looked to add to insult to injury when Buddy Ray makes a save. Moose quickly joins, but he and Macklin are about to put Buddy through a table. Josh Alexander even the odds. Clears house, and they look at each other. Alexander hands Buddy his You shot trophy, while Bully reluctantly does the same Alexander's world well title. G and Miller conducts Masha Slamovich's first sit-down interview since coming to Impact Wrestling. Mineral Slamovich is suffering her first loss at the hands of Knockouts World Champion Jordan Grace was unexpected. Speaking in Russian, Slamovich tells her that one day, and forget about it, Slamovich goes to say nobody understands what must be done to win. She does what she needs to do, and this is why she's been away from Impact since bound for glory. When asked what she expects to happen in this knockout standing match against Grace tomorrow, Overdrive, Slambitch simply says death. That was cool. Rich Swann defeat Laredo Kid. Mickey James approached Taylor Wilde and asked her why she got involved against Chelsea Green last week. Wilde says she wasn't going to let James career end like that with perhaps this interference. And if anyone's going to end James' career, she wants to be the one to do it. And then Eric Young versus Sammy Callahan and the Death Machines double jeopardy. Everybody is banned from ringside. We see Callahan grab an 8 by 10 on the death doll and uses it to give Young a paper cut on the corner of his mouth. Young hits the suplex on the hardest part of the ring to regain control. Callahan bites Young and returns a favour with a Death Valley drive on the apron. Young is now bleeding. And when I say bleeding, if anybody saw a picture of this, this was, I mean, it, Eddie Guerrero, you know, against JBL. I think it would go to 3004. Kind of Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, heyday juice jobs, even worse. Um, you know, WrestleMania 13, you would say. With this one here, Callahan counters a power driver into a back body drop on the floor. It's an absolute bloodbath as Young Spikes in with a pile driver. Callahan goes low and hits Cactus Driver 97. Callahan assaults young with a trash can lid. There is one final cactus driver to win. After the match, Con, Angels, and Dina returns. Well, they stand over a blooded Eric Young. This was a bloody main event. I don't know how many times I can actually say that. He's uh, asking questions about Young's leadership as well and impact, which we are going to see coming up. But we move on. November 18th, impact, overdrive. And we start off with the countdown. Rich Swan. uh Versus Jason Hotch, Yuri Umura, Kenny King, Gruber and Mike Bailey in a six-way X-Division match. Bailey hits Oldsmore Weapon on the back of Hotch. But King superkicks him over the pin. King is focused on Bailey. while Swan hits the handspring cutter on Hotch to win. This was good stuff. Uh, we'll start off the night with three and three quarters out of five. We then get the Motor City Machine Guns versus Bullet Club. For the number one contendership for the Impact Tag Team Titles. Guns hit a magic killer, but Bay kicks out. Bay sends Shelly, crash into his own partner. Austin follows up with a springboard kick. Bay saws over the top, colliding with both of the guns on the floor. Saban counts the art of finesse into the German suplex. Saban stacks up Bay to score the victory. This was excellent. Pay-per-view worthy. Uh, this is getting four and three quarters out of five for me. Really, really good stuff. And then on to the main show. Bully Ray versus Moose in a tables match. Moose counters a Bully bomb, but Bully catches the air cutter instead. Bully charges into the corner, but Moose sidesteps, causing him to put himself through a table. The match doesn't end, even though Moose thinks he won. Uh, Bully spears moves through a table in the other corner to win. This was quite a good statistic. Moose has had one table match. Bully Ray, 89. But Moose dropping out to Bully... I'm not so sure. I mean, Moose was the man around here a few months ago. I mean, go back to last bound for glory. But not a bad match. Three and three. Five. Knockouts World Tag Team Champions, Death Dolls, Tar Valkyrie and Jessica, versus Tasha Stills and Savannah Evans for the Knockouts World Tag Team Championship. We get a brutal beatdown. Valkyrie fights away out of the corner with a clothesline. Opportunity to make a tag when Stills runs across and knocks Jessica off the apron. Valkyrie does finally make the tag, Who Jessica goes on a sick. Rampage, hits a double running crossbody to both opponents, Counts a cutter, and into assisted sick driver for free. I don't know if it was me, but this is a green hue. And I don't mean a certain wrestler, whatever it is, but honestly, the pitcher didn't look great. Uh, Tash Stills, another one, treading water right now. You know, I know she's got Savannah Evans, uh, but former knockout champion, doesn't look like she's going to be in the pitcher anytime soon. Maybe a tag run, maybe, you know, face run. Uh, Management seemed high on Jessica the past couple of years. Watching Impact, you know, week in, week out, she has always got a spot uh, on the card. We see the Major Brothers interrupt the conversation between the Motor City Machine Guns and Bullet Club, claiming victory in the World Tag Team title match against Heath and Rhino later. And then the last rodeo match, Mickey James versus Taylor Wilde in a first-time-ever match. James and Wilde exchange strikes as Wilde gains the upper hand with a target shot to the lower back. James builds momentum with a net breaker, but Wilde avoids and Mick DT. Wilde hits the Wild run for a very close near fall. Wilde immediately locks in the match, but James escapes. She hits the Mick DT for the win. Wilde did well, but James showing what a pro she is. Three point nine five uh, out of five, obviously. After the match, Mickey James is confronted by a long term rival Diana Prozzo, who calls her a selfish bitch. We then move on to Impact World Tag Team Champions Heath and Rhino versus the major players. Of course Matt Cardona and Brian Myers for the tag titles. Major players, players even cut up preventing Heath from making a tag. Heath has another opportunity, but this time it's Cardona who pulls Rhino off the apron. The motor sit machine gun to grab a front row seat. He's prepared to challenge the winners of this match. Heath counters a reboot and sends Cardona over the top. He finally makes a tag to Rhino, who joins the fray with I say a burst of speed. You know what I mean. Myers hits Rhino with a flat liner. The major brothers hit a double DT on Rhino, but Heath breaks the pin. The gun's stop gun of the issues and still cheering to the match. Rhino galls Myers to score the victory. You know the major pl- players why am I struggling with that word so much? Give off an 80s feel intentionally. I like it, almost wrestling figure esque. Uh, Myers hasn't progressed as much as I liked in Impact, but then again, we we see this with Impact. Some wrestlers just disappear. I suppose Myers just can't get a card under shadow. Rhino he for me, are uh, yesterday's news as well. But there was a funny double team move because on his face, making contact with Myers is, well, junk. If majors won't win, let's hope the motorcycle machine guns take it. Entertaining enough, 3.95. Jimmy Limit views buddy Ray, who really say his says cool, he's his shot honourably for an Impact World title opportunity, whether it's Josh Alexander or Kaz. And then the X Division title tournament final, Black Taurus versus Trey Miguel. It's a stalemate early as both competitors. Um, match each other's offense move for move. Miguel fights off destination hellhole, then hits an insecurity for another near fall. Torres hoses him off the top rope, but it's not enough to keep Miguel down. Miguel dives over the top, hits a hurricane run on the floor. Back in the ring, Miguel connects with a meteor off and hit another near fall. Torres sends him back first into the steel ring post. Miguel blinds Torres with spray paint, then hits a lightning spiral. To win, Trey had to cheat to win yes your new extra division, train miguel but maybe a new direction if it was me i put him in a bullet club with bay and ace not much better teams out there not match three men teams against that i dare you both went hard in this one though four and a half out of five and then the knockouts world championship jordan grace versus master slamovich and then the last knockout standing match I thought Bound for Glory was crazy. This was just as crazy. Grace delivered a thunderous power bomber to multiple steel chairs. Slavich returns the favor of an air raid, crash into a chair, but Grace somehow breaks the count at eight. Pummels her opponent with furious strikes, followed by the vertebrae into a trash can. Slavich gets to her feet at nine and counters a muscle buster into a Moscow sunrise off the top. Grace is up at nine then locks a figure four leg lock. Sandwich rolls all the way to the apron, but Grace refuses to break. She then breaks the count and hits a pile drive on the ramp. She wraps a toilet suit around the throat of Grace and drags her around the ring. Grace climbs to the top of the ring, steps and hits a muscle buster through a door. Grace makes it back to her feet, while Sandwich stays down for referee's count of 10. Jordan Grace is the last knockout standing. Masha's been great, but Grace is the chosen one. I will say, what a fucking match this was. It's our you hardcore style when it comes to the women's division with gimmicks. This just went. This is no different to Eric Young versus Sammy Callahan with this matchup. And that's what Impact do well with the knockouts. The treat them as equals. We've seen them Main event impact. They could main event uh, pay-per-views and special events. We've not seen much of that, but we've got two stories. We've got Jordan Grace as dominant champion with Mickey James' last rodeo. And with great storytelling, you know they're going to meet. Four and three quarters out of five. I mean, this was fantastic. Just go watch it. The main event impact world champion, Josh Alexander versus Frankie Kazarian. This was a slow burn, given plenty of time. And telling a story. Then we then go into it. Alexander is in total control. Following 10 German suplexes. He ducks. And Kazarian inadvertently takes out the ref. He sends him crashing to the outside. It's Alexander's family watches on. Kaz is about to use the impact. Well, Tartle as a weapon. But changes his mind. Alexander capitalises and locks in the ankle lock. Zarian rolls through and hits the kill switch. For a very close near fall. Let's not forget. The last man. That Alexander was Christian when it comes to big events, even with AEW talent, so to speak. Uh, Alexander avoids a leg drop, hits a running crossbody. Both men exchange submission attempts. We see Kaz almost put Alexander away with Back to the Future. He comes back with a power driver. Kaz hits the slingshot cutter, but still not enough to keep Alexander down. He locks in an ankle lock, but Alexander reverses into one of his own. Kaz manages to crawl to the bottom, forcing him to break. And hits the Styles Clash for yet another close near fall, soars off the top with a leg drop, and then transition to the chicken wing. But Alexander managed to block it all, hit the C4 spike, and score the victory. A great main event, but we knew Kaz would. Four and three quarters out of five there as well. After the match, Alexander Kaz shake hands in a tremendous show of respect. Then Buddy Ray confronts Alexander and praise him for his performance, and he says he's the most incredible world champion in all the professional wrestling. Gets down the business and calls his shot for Impact World Title match on Friday, January 13th at Hard to Kill. Out of nowhere, Bully attacks Alexander at ringside with a steel chair. and zip ties into the bottom rope. Bully grabs Alexander's wife and tosses her over the guardrail. Threatening to powerbomb into the concrete to Alexander, hands him the Impact World Title. Bully stands tall with the Impact World Title held high for exiting. We have been waiting for this. Match tonight. The women... Without shallow a doubt, overall eight and a quarter. Good stuff, but much is the same pattern. November 24th digital exclusive, I believe in Joe Hendry. He retained his digital media title against Shearer. B J I Raj Singh and Shearer defeated Yuri Umura and Delirious. And as for Impact, it was a Thanksgiving clip show, but they did have quite a big deal because they announced an international partnership with DAZN, the deal will bring impact wrestling content to more than 170 countries worldwide, uh, which includes the United Kingdom, hello there, Ireland, Switzerland, Austria, France, Poland, Spain, Italy, the Netherlands, Japan, and Brazil. And it's quite good, because zone is uh, mainly predominantly for boxing. I know a few people have got the subscription here in the UK, and obviously they want to add... Um, content to it and with this multi-year partnership with impact it will see all of its content arrive on the zone streaming service which is going to be brilliant really you know uh also let's not forget they've also got poland's kingpin primetime wrestling if anybody wants to go watch that uh but we move on december 1st the last episode of impact the digital exclusive jake's versus mike bailey from revolver wrestling I don't know why the commentators were shouting. If you're listening to this and think I'm too loud, turn your volume. In a preview of what's to come this Friday at Throwback Throwdown 3 in BTI, we get Ladybird Johnson be misbehaving from the retro world of IPWF. And then we get on to serious business as Buddy Ray is in the ring to address his anus attack on Impact World Champion Josh Alexander and his wife. But he question what he did wrong. After oh, sure, all, he lives up to his promise, calling his shot honourably for the Impact World title. But he says that while Alexander is a great wrestler, he's not smart like he is. But he calls himself the baddest of the bad and asks why Alexander would put his wife in harm's way. But he reveals that Alexander won't be here tonight, where he tends to his injuries. He declares victory a hard to kill. That's when Rich Swan attacks him from behind, and their scheduled match starts. But attacks Swan with his steel chain, causing the disqualification. After the bell, But he adds insult to injuries. He hits Swan with repeated steel chair shots, just like he did to Alexander. And he zip ties Swan to the bottom rope when Tommy Dreamer makes a save. But he pushes him to the mat for being confronted by Scott DeMore. to wants to get physical, but Dreamer holds him back. But he reminds me more he was the one that brought him to Impact Wrestling. This was a great way. I'm a bit annoyed that it wasn't. The Thanksgiving show. But then again with Impact with the tapings. I can understand why they did that. And I guess this is why we're doing the end of the year now. Because my assumption will be highlight show for the next couple of weeks. Until we get to the next set of tapings. We get new x Division champion Trey Miguel. He doesn't give a damn if people are unhappy about how he won the title. Before defacing it with spray paint. Moose defeated by Pindagura. After the match, he berates the Impact Zone for not listening when he told him Buddy Ray was screw-over Impact World Champion Josh Alexander. He says he never wants to hear anyone say Buddy Ray's name ever again. We'll say his name, and he appears. I believe in Joe Hendry. He confronts Moose in the middle of the ring. Moose question why he's out here, but Hendry says that it was Moose who said his name. Hendry knows a cry for help when he sees one and believes that Moose wants a shot at the digital media title. Moose attacks Hendry with a big boot, but behind the Guru, re-enters the fray, and takes out Moose with a gargoyle spear. Well, that's interesting, but we'll see what happens. I said Moose and Joe Hendry is a money man. Steve Macklin has Frank there in his sights so after he took what he believes is right for opportunity impact world title. We see the action spill outside where Macklin hits him with a steel chair to cause yet another disqualification. I wouldn't mind if it wasn't back-to-back. Uh, Macklin makes an example of a cat spike in the chair with a K-I-A. Let's not forget, after being pinned in a knockout World Tag Team title match against the Death Dolls, Tasha Stills tells Savannah Evans she can face Tara Valkyrie next week, sarcastically suggesting that maybe she could learn something from Evans. Eddie Edwards tells Jamie he needs to bury the past in order to work on his marriage with his wife, Alicia. Edwards refused to acknowledge that PCO's hand emerged from the grave and says he is now focused on the future, but Edwards is then confronted by someone else from his past, delirious and then main event last rodeo match mickey james versus jenna parazzo parazzo hits a brain buster for two locks in the camel clutch james drop kicks her to the outside and soars with fez press off the top james hits a missile drop cook followed by net breaker for two perhaps counters the Mick dt into a pump kick for another near full locks in the Fujiwara arm bar in transition to the venus de melo but James takes it to the ropes, perhaps it rolls her up with a handful of tights, but James turns it around and scores the pinfall to keep her career alive. After the match, Knockouts World Champion Jordan Grace goes face to face with Mickey James. Grace acknowledging that James has worked her way back to the top and in a Knockouts World title opportunity, Grace lays out the challenge for a Knockouts World title match. A hard to kill, and James accepts. This was a fantastic main event. Mickey playing the game, but I hate to say it, you've got to bet on Grace to beat James. But hard to kill shaping up to be actually quite a good pay-per-view. I know Buddy Ray versus Josh Alexander is not everybody's cup of tea. But Josh has to win that one. And Mickey James versus Jordan Grace. Grace has been unstoppable recently. So it's literally the veterans versus here and now of impact. And speaking of the here and now as well, we see Eric Young takes Dina back to where it all began. The abandoned prison in Tennessee. They sit at the table when Young asks Dina, would he eliminate the sickness if we were in the room with him right now? Dina simply says, well, Young responds, as would the two fight over a knife. Yes, a knife, with Dina gaining the upper hand. Young tells Dina to do what he's born to do, eliminate the sickness. Young says that he may have been a designer, but Dina was the design. And then Dina drives a knife into Young's chest as the impact goes off the air i of course rang the emergency service straight away and just said i've been witness to a murder please send an ambulance but in reality it's crazy wacky impact eric young is on his way back to WWE, incredibly and uh, it is incredible because it must it now proves that trips or whoever you know talent uh, are looking at impact because now it's well let's Take Heath and Rhino back, you know. But it looks like Chelsea Green, obviously Eric Young, Yim has come and gone. So it's very, very interesting times. Of course, the good brothers, let's not forget. Uh, but we got a little surprise because I actually had time in the end to watch it. December 2nd, the throwback, throwdown, IPWF, rival, survival. Commentary, Matthews and Drama King. But today, Giuseppe Scoville, the junior, and Pat Gort. Mysterious Mr. E beat laser, Monty Moonlight <laughs> lost to Rapid Delivery Pete. Not easy to say. Uh, Bill Ding defeated Jack Hammer in a clock-out match. Otto Ottoman interviews Walter Chestnut and team members of Glue ahead of tonight's rival survival match. Osman asked him if it had anything to do with downtown Dabby Brown not being able to make it. He said he was the original leader of Team IPWF. Chestnut denies the allegations and veils a glue banner before threatening to fire Ottoman. Georgia Cobb defeated Wanda the Werewoman uh, with the $304,000 man. Music legend Tory Nailbiter joins Lady Bird Johnson on the set of of Love. Nailbiter says she wants to become a professional wrestler because of the fans, even better than the fans of rock and roll. Baker says that both he and Nailbiter are better than nobody's here in North Carolina. Baker attempts to recruit Nailbatter to join the Hit Factory, but she turns them down. Nailbatter says she's already chosen her own manager, and everyone will find out who it is as he takes on Rusty Iron tonight. I, the crazy thing is this was Rosemary Normal. Dexter Coke catches up with Brian Bone Crunching after the Sunday Morning Express took out his partner in Stomp in Paradise, G.I. Broski. Crunching reveals that Broski will be out of action for over a month, and tonight it will go at alone against the Sunday Morning Express. But the dynamic dude, Shane Douglas, evens the odds. Crunch and take care of a in chief with a squirt gun, while Douglas hits a belly-to-belly suplex on pay-point. And you're not going to see Shane Douglas anywhere else in professional wrestling in 2022, apart from impact. Fair play to actually showing him there. Uh, we, <laughs> It's just crazy. Um, he will never get into the WWE Hall of Fame, anyway. Monselle Marcel... Monsieur Baguette is disgusted by Winston-Salem and calls it a dump. Monsieur Baguette defeated only or Otis Oates. Monsieur is Bailey. Oates is Dina. Such the baguettes. Dina actually made me laugh with his dance. But I don't suggest to anybody at all to go back and watch this. But if you do get a chance to see Dina, it is worth it. Otto Ottoman continues to be at odds with Dexter Petticoat. 1980s Rookie of the Year, Tommy Dreamer. His long-standing rivalry with Pelvis Wesley comes to a head. As Dreamer vows to leave IPWF forever if he cannot defeat him. But if he wins, he gets five minutes And Wesley's manager, Colonel Korn. Well, if anybody hasn't seen Pelvis Wesley before, of course it is Heath. And he'd come up short against Tommy Dreamer. Uh, but Dreamer gets his five minutes. It looks like a cold of a catch as Wesley distracts the referee. Korn capsizes and pokes Dean in the eye. Dreamer in the eye with a sharp object to win. Sorry, if I didn't have said that, it wouldn't have made any sense. Heathful's pelvis in Southport Regional. The auto bodies, Rusty Transmission and smoky Muffler. Defeated the Vagalica, t- 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 d- Lucy Lowell and Tina Tika. It was fun uh, to see Tasha as a face. Mickey and ODB made for the auto bodies. Johnny Swinger vs. Fleet Feet Keaton Fox versus Buffy Biff Knuckles. Fully exciting division championship. Pure comedy with a crowd, I think, finally getting it. Swinger and Fox work together to take out Knuckles, but it's every man for himself. Swinger scores a figure four lead lock on Knuckles and rolls up Fox for the win. Tory fighter reveals their new manager. It is the huge star, Ricky Morton. Uh, again, that was nice. and Nalbari did defeat Rusty Iron. G. Emilia stole the show, um, which may be Impact's backstage interview, which gave me Chelsea Green vibe on this one. Dexter Coke fronts Otto Ottoman during his interview with Sonny Sanders to chase him to the back. Sanders introduces his newest talent acquisition, Nature Boy, Buck Hempfrey, who is out of revenge after two large editing career of Sanders. Buck was wowing instead of wooing and Moose loving babyface life, the gimmick Vince would have given him. DJ Large left with Baby Doll dancing, who is at ringside as well. This was good all round. And then they fucking called it the main event for control of IPWF. Team Impact, Virgin Wrestling Federation's Colt McCoy, Eddie Edwards, Tim Burr, Josh Alexander, Frank the Butcher. Rhino and Giuseppe Scoville Jr. Josh Matthews replaced by Giuseppe Scoville Sr. Scott DeMore versus Team Great Lakes Unionized Wrestling Devin Damon, Crowbar, Neptune Shearer, Lord Humongous Big Con, and Manfred the Man Manel, Beer City Bruiser, with Walter Chestnut, David Penza. Your winners, Team IPWF. Giuseppe Scoville destroyed Walter Chestnut, and that's the last we're going to see of that terrible team, Glue. Good riddance, IPWF, forever. Fun main event. Crowd were actually into it. Overall, this whole event felt like an acid trip. I'm going to give this a seven and a half just for comedy. This is crazy. The MVP was already Otis Oates, Dina. Uh, and interesting enough, we will be back with Impact as well. If people just can't get enough, we're back at the start of the new year with Hard to Kill. Like I said, two great main events. But just to wrap it up and talk about year end as it was an impact how has it been this year it's been different of course last year we had aw's influence with kenny omega as champion this year new japan has kind of taken its toll well take a toll it's should i say number two especially early on in the year i think new japan have found its legs now but when you think jay white lost to chris sabin at a you know special event and he's now world champion of course sabin is you know strong champions at this moment in time so there's a connection there. And the like I said, the relationship with WWE as well is interesting because there's a lot of talent seeming to go in there straight away, which again, I can't blame WWE. Uh, Trey Miguel, Asos, and Chris Bay I think all signed contracts, long-term contracts with impact. But then we know as three guys that, I mean, there wouldn't be Austin and Bayer doing wonders in the tag league, which again we'll cover as well at the start of the year. Uh, but impact in itself. I think it's been good. But like I said, Scott Demore, they've, they've reached a certain level and it will be interesting to see how they can do or how they can take it to the next one. And the Josh Jackson is a great champion, but if you look at his, people that has faced him, whether it will be Kaz, whether it will be Christian, whether it will be Bully, it just seems a lot of veterans at this moment of time. There's no real kind of star-making performance at this moment in time. Macklin wants a title. Will that be something that they do? In the new year, I think so. You know, like I said, Josh Alexander's the great reign at this moment in time. I'm annoyed they stopped the momentum of Spiegel, Mike Bailey, but then again, we train Miguel as X Division champion. Uh, and again, the Knockouts Division, that is watch impact week in and week out. And I mean, yes, you're probably going to get Decay part of the tag team scene, but yeah, with the women involved in the Knockouts Division, when we think about Diana Pratso, Jordan Grace, if you've seen Chelsea Green with Mia Yim, massa Slavic coming to her own as well. I mean, that's just off the top of my head if you drill down a bit deeper, of course, with Rosemary and Jessica, whether you love her or hate her, Tasha Stills, uh, it is just fantastic. And it's, it's just, that is the main reason. That's like, so The main event scene may come off as WWE light sometimes. Maybe that's a bit unfair, especially like something with Heath and Rhino, and even Big Con making his appearance. But Impact, I would say, is what is worth while watching. This is going to be a tough choice because obviously with NXT Europe starting again, will I have time for Impact next year? Well, we'll do Hard to Kill and we'll do the first couple of weeks and then we'll see what happens. Worst case scenario, it will be just the pay-per-views, which will be 3, and Boundful. But again, that might be better than once a month or whatever it is because we caught up with like six bumps. I think, last year. So at least we're catching up a little bit better. And and yes, Gina, you'll never listen to this, but impact exists. And it isn't too bad. So that is it. Don't forget, across all social media, Twitter at the WNR Podcast. I'm at the WNR JR. You find the entire WNR team on the Twitter banner. WNR also on Facebook and Instagram send us an email at podcast at gmail.com YouTube podcast where all the latest clips podcasts go up at same time on YouTube to do SoundCloud on your phone also Spotify and iTunes we can download subscribe right there yeah. so that is it, our next episode is NXT Update with Monty until then, I've been James Rowlands, thanks for listening everybody and bye